Hi, this is Jason Sohail Ascari. And this is Anna Ascari. I grew up and studied about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all my life. And I never got the chance to watch any of the original series. The both of us were going to watch all 193 episodes of the original series. And give you a perspective from an expert. And a new viewer. This is what we call a Tata Recall. Alrighty, and welcome to episode 22 of Turtle Recall. I am Jason Sohail, and joined with me is my ever so lovely and ever so not stuck in the 1920s wife, Anna. <laughs> Hello, everyone. What, what is stuck in the 90s? The uh, 1920s. Oh. You know, because today we're going to be talking about the episode The Maltese Hamster. And, like, you know, if you haven't seen that episode before, it's very... 1920s gangster movie style. <laughs> but we'll get into that once we get into the uh, episode discussion. But uh, how have you been uh, so far? I've been good today. All my life was about Super Shredder. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Super Shredder, yes. She woke up and I told her, Honey, 1 o'clock, Super Shredder, don't bother me. Lunchtime came and she was like, Oh, honey, I have lunch. I'm like, no, Super Shredder. <laughs> and then it was... Honey, I got Super Shredder. And and then, like, that's all I could talk about. Yes, before I get the Super Shredder, it was all this stress that if I get the Super Shredder, after this, you get the Super Shredder, Super Shredder, it was all about, like, I'm excited that I got Super Shredder. <laughs> exactly. Yes, that's uh, pretty much how things were today. You know, it's so, it's so funny because um, my goal... And this week's episode was like not to talk about NECA, and it's already been it's already been crushed. <laughs> we are gonna make it one week where we don't talk about NECA. <laughs> oh, I have a special talk about NECA. <laughs> a special talk. <laughs> yes, it's, it's coming later. It's coming later. Okay. <laughs> oh, all right. You know what? Let's go ahead and get in news. Are you ready? Yes. All right. So, we only have one news item this week, but it's a very big news item. And that is the rise of Ninja Turtles. Oh, yes, yes. Right. Uh, so, if you remember, Friday was the final episode. Yes. All right. Well, all right. So, here's the thing. If you guys listened to our last po podcast, we had this debate on, like, whether it was the final episode or not. And... Here's the deal. Like, during the recording, I couldn't remember if they, if, like, Nickelodeon actually ordered 26 episodes, because I thought it was odd, it, like, because it was ending at 13, and, like, like before we recorded, you know, we had the title, and the title was Finale, Part 1, Part 2, Part 3, Part 4. So, like, that was, like, red flag. Okay, this is over for uh, at least the season. Uh, like, so... Here's the deal, and here's why it's news now. On Friday, after the episode uh, premiered, uh, Russ Carney, who is like one of the writers uh, for the series, he did confirm that Nickelodeon did cut half of the episode order for season two. Uh -huh. So originally it was supposed to be 26, but Nickelodeon came in and they basically made it, they cut it down to uh, 13. And 
Now, here's the deal. Now, first, the official status of the series is actually not canceled. And it's not ended. It's actually, officially, it's on pause. So, basically, it's on hiatus. Where, basically, no one's working on it. Because, like, the, there's no plans on uh, for it to go forward. But it hasn't been officially been canceled yet. Uh, well... The thing is, like, when when they got the news, the crazy thing was they got the news, like, in the middle of uh, production. And in six weeks, they wrote the final four episodes. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, so that's, like, crazy. And he was explaining how, like, normally for a 11-minute episode, they spend, like, 12 weeks on writing one 11-minute episode. So... The fact that they were able to spin out, like, four and give, like, a definitive ending uh, to the series in six weeks, that's, like, really impressive. And especially, like, you know, we we saw the final episode. We we saw it multiple times. Uh, and yes. uh, it was really great. We loved it. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of Ariza fans are kind of, like, not happy uh, with this news, which is totally understandable. Uh, whenever, whenever someone's, like, favorite show ends, no one likes that, no one likes that fact. Okay. Uh, and, uh, I kind of want to go into, like, some positive, because, you know me, I like to get into positive. Yes, yes. Yeah. And what, what, one big positive I, I will say is that when, when the creators and writers, like, saw the writing on the wall, I mean, especially when it was, like, you know, they're like, hey, hey, you guys, we're, we're cutting half the season and we're, we're officially putting you on pause. Instead of them, instead of them going like, okay, we're just going to produce the next four episodes we did and just cross our fingers that, that we get picked up again. Instead, they actually went out for, for a dedication to the art and dedication to their fans to give like a definitive ending yes to yes. the series which was, I agree with you yeah and that, that was like they didn't have to do that and let me tell you a lot of shows don't do this a lot of shows when they get this kind of news it's there it's more like okay it's too late we'll just oh uh, if people want more we want more they'll, they'll want more and and they'll find a way to to, to get it out there, and, like, they didn't, like, they could have gone the easy way out, like, a, and, like, like I said, a lot of shows go the easy way out. The fact is that they dedicated this, they dedicated this, like, you know, to the viewers was amazing, and, uh, and obviously, I think they also did it for themselves as well, because obviously, when you're working on something, and you're really passionate about it, you want it, you want it to end in a good note. Yes, yes. I really like that they didn't go cheap on art or right. on the animation. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't go cheap on the art. They didn't go cheap on the animation. I mean, you know, this was like one of the best fight scenes. Uh, like, like especially that, that ending one. Yes. Yeah, like that was... And like, and you could tell in that last fight scene, they gave... Not only they gave like the fans of Rise like what they wanted, they also gave the the fans of like... The best. Yeah, the best. Like, you know, they, they made sure, like, everyone who likes Ninja Turtles, they got what they wanted. Yes. 
I think they somehow they just wanted to tell the people that they they didn't support them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, look what you're missing. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, that's what it was. And like, I mean, there's a lot of lot of people like after they saw like the 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 ending scene, they're kind of like, wait a minute, the show's like this, <laughs> like you know, and it goes like, I mean, now here now. Here's the deal, and the the big reason why uh, the the show really ended, and that's honestly toy sales. Like you know, it's hard to it's hard to like like not see that. Unfortunately, the toys didn't sell. Like yes, yeah. I mean, and I you know I've I've seen I've seen several people run online. Oh no, uh, they, they didn't they didn't produce enough toys. No 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 one like. I mean, maybe they didn't produce produce enough toys in your area. Just, to, just, just I tell you something. Yeah. If <laughs> I'm sure, if Neko make an exclusive Rise of the Ninja Turtles, <laughs> like internet will like explode. Exactly. All those people are in the line. They're angry that I want this exclusive Rise <laughs> Neka, of the Ninja. Yes, exactly. No, no, no. You're absolutely right about that. I mean, if NECA can make the Coming Out of the Shells tour and, like, people are mad they couldn't get those figures, I'm sure NECA can make some really cool Rise of the Ninja Turtles figures and people would be mad they couldn't get those either. Yes. <laughs> no, I definitely agree with you there. I think legally NECA can't actually make Rise uh, figures, because uh, I think part of the contract is they can't make figures that's, like, uh, being currently made by Playmates because that, that, that would compete with them. Uh-huh. Like uh, I think that's like I'm not 100 percent sure I don't I don't know but I think technically they can't but I'm not I'm not sure I'm and honestly for sales they probably want to keep with the classics because they know where the classics have the money but but yeah like but I I can tell you in our area the toys simply just did not sell I mean they and like I, if you remember uh, I told you back in uh, Christmas like. Oh, and I, I told you, I was like, oh, those Rise figures are still on the pegs. And I was complaining because only a few of my stores actually got, like, the newer waves that had, like, the bug-busting uh, figures. And I never got to see Bullhop. I never got to see uh, Hippopotamus. I never got to see the, the two uh, Donatellos with the, with the extra backpacks. Uh, um... I never got to see them. I, I only found, I only found Shredder in one store, and like, and that was the only store that had enough room to order n- new toys. Everywhere else. And I remember your toy had had a mistake on it. Oh uh, yes. Well, uh, no. Um, I bought two. Uh, one was missing the head. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, actually, I should say the head was like it fell off. Uh-huh. And then the other one uh, is like normal. It's just that like <laughs> the head like like because at first I thought they just forgot to print it... the head. I thought they forgot to make the head, but like the head is actually somewhere in the bottom of the toy. No, I think that one uh, the splinter somehow like kicked the toy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, splinter probably kicked the toy. But yeah, but yeah, I mean it's hard to ignore the fact that 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 these toys weren't selling and. A lot of the a lot of the uh, fans, all, especially the older fans, um, just didn't didn't really give this series a fair shot. Uh, we were one, we were one that like when it started, we didn't care for it at first, and then, but 
I, I if you remember, I told you like after I watched it because you stopped watching after like after the first first few episodes. Yeah. After the first two weeks, you were like, I'm done. <laughs> like, um, but like, I I remember I told you like it was like, by the time we got it was got to like episode. Uh, like 13, 14, whenever, whenever, like, they started bringing Shredder into the series. And that's what I told you, like, I was like, yeah, the series is actually growing on me. And I, I finally accepted for what the series was. Yes. But it, to be honest, I never hate this series. You never hate the series, but it wasn't your thing. Yes. I was just feeling that I'm watching SpongeBob. I mean, yeah. And, and here's, and also, like, here's the thing, I really, like, I mean, the fact that, like, Nickelodeon went with this series was actually, like, really cool and really gutsy of them. And the creators did a really gutsy thing to actually, like, okay, we're going to make a Ninja Turtle series, but it's not going to be, like, the other series. And not and they didn't even have the same weapons, which, I mean, that's, like, almost like blasphemy. Like, you know, like, like to, like, Ninja Turtle fans. And, like, you know, and that's why, like, some of the, like, you know, like, the older people uh, just kind of just, like, they couldn't, like, just accept get it. accepted. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I talked to a lot of people. A big thing a lot of people didn't like was, like, oh, Raph's a leader. I can't watch it because Raph's a leader. I'm like, and like, you know, like, like, you know, people just wouldn't give, wouldn't actually give it a chance because of, they've already had that precon preconception of, like, not liking it. And the other thing I will say is that a lot of a lot of the 2012 series uh, fans, they didn't want to watch it because this was the show that replaced their show. Because, you know, back in 2017 when when the 2012 series uh, was ending, and why did that series end? Because toy sales. The toy sales weren't there anymore. And their ba their basic plan was, hey, let's reinvent it. This show is like five years old. Let's reinvent it, make a new like make a new series so we can sell more toys. I mean, and this is the unfortunate truth about Ninja Turtles is how you measure their success is how well the toys sell. Like, but isn't it at the at the beginning they had a good sale? Uh, the twenty twelve series or the no, rice? The, the rice. Uh, you know, I want to say they did. I want to say at the beginning. See, at the beginning they did. I want to say they started uh, pretty strong, and rating ratings started pretty strong uh, too. And that was uh, like this is another thing that I think another mistake Nickelodeon kind of made was Nickelodeon was like overzealous because before the show like officially premiered, it, it remember it had that sneak preview that was like after that Nickelodeon Sports Awards thing. Yeah. Yeah, and that sneak preview like, uh, had, like, these massive ratings, and, like, that, like, that blew, like, Nickelodeon away, like, they weren't expecting that. Now, at the same time, you followed a new show after a highly watched awards show, like, you know, because, like, Nickelodeon award shows, like, they get, they draw in ratings, so you, so you put in a new show. Obviously, you're gonna have people there, and obviously, you're gonna have people who are like, okay, I want to, I want to see what this show is. And so from there, Nickelodeon was like, before, so before actually like the season started, like Nickelodeon was like, all right, we're gonna order a second season, the second 26 episode season, like before the show started. And I think, I think they ordered the second season just too soon. They probably should have waited until see how season one 
did. And and unfortunately, I think Nickelodeon based how season one should do, like, from their already unfair expectations from the sneak preview, how the sneak preview did. Yes. And because of that, like, because of that, like, you know, the show didn't return what they were hoping to return. And also, I really think, like, I think the reason why Nickelodeon gave this series a chance, other than other pitches, because I'm pretty sure there was thousands of pitches. I'm pretty sure when, I'm pretty sure when Nickelodeon put out, like, hey, we want to make a brand new Ninja Turtle series, I'm sure thousands of people came up and said, hey, I want to do this. Hey, I want to do this. Hey, I want to do this. And I'm pretty sure 999 of them wanted to do the same thing, where it's like, okay, there are four martial artists, and they're protect uh they're they're protecting New York from the shredder and there's a alien brain named Crane. Like I'm sure like all all almost all of them were saying this and then this team came up and said, "Hey, we're going to have them go into this mystic world and they're going to fight this uh, villain called Baron Draxum, which we totally want you to uh, have John Cena to voice because he tie that into that Are You Smart in a Fifth Grader show that you guys are rebooting as well. And, like, I, I think, like, when Nickelodeon was hearing the pitch, they probably thought that this was going to be their Teen Titans Go competitor. Uh-huh. And, and, like, you know, it just, it wasn't there. <laughs> It wasn't there. And, like, you know, like I said, unfortunately, there was a lot of things to go against them, uh, like, at the beginning. And it's just the unfortunate thing is that, like, when people started to get really to notice the show, it was already too late. Yes. Yeah. yeah I agree with you. Yeah. So, uh, that's the unfortunate part. Um, there is a Netflix movie coming uh, sometime either this year or next year. I have a feeling it's going to be next year because this year doesn't have this too many months left. Uh, but there, there's still a Netflix movie coming. Uh, the uh, the creators have like confirmed that that is there. It that has no, nothing like nothing has gone away from that. So that that's still happening. Obviously, obviously, like toy wise, the probably the biggest reason why uh why they dumped this show is because they want to make that new movie that's coming out with that we talked about a few weeks ago and we're they want to make sure that the toys are going to focus on that movie Uh because you know like i said i mean the reason why we even had rise to begin with was because the 2012 series uh toys weren't selling anymore and the, the you know nickelodeon's goal is just to keep a toy line uh, uh, going. Like so, the toys are going to look like the rice figures. No, no, no. The toys are going to look like whatever the new, whatever the new, the new movie is going to look like. Like you know, because if you remember, uh, if you remember, they announced a new movie like a few months ago. Yeah. Or um, a few months ago, man. It was like a month ago. Sorry. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um. So that's what the new toys are going to be. And, like, you know, it, it's just, instead of doing a dedicated series, we're going to do a movie. And then I'm, I'm sure in the back of their minds are hoping, like, this movie will, like, it'll become a movie franchise that they can keep going. And then so they can keep the toy line going with, like, just, like, sequels that come out, like, every two years. Uh-huh. And, like, that's my theory. I'm not, I don't work at Nickelodeon. 
I will say this uh, for Rise fans. I mean, I know, I know, like you know, your show ending stinks. And trust me, I mean, I had millions of shows, like, and and I I was like all torn up about it. And at least this one had a proper ending, and no one can take that away. No, like you know, because it had a good solid ending that a lot of people who watched it really enjoyed. Um, because there are series, you know, including a big one about dragons that, like, were it didn't end the way that people wanted it to end, and like they kind of like swore it off. <laughs> so, you know, to be honest, like at least it didn't go on for too long, where like they ran out of ideas. Uh, like, you know, it would have been great to see what the other uh, 13 episodes were going to be, at least. Uh, you know, just them cutting it does kind of stink, but really good on the creators for actually creating an ending for us. They didn't have to do that. Uh, one last thing I do want to add is that one special place that this the show uh, has for me, to be honest, if you, and I'm sure, I'm sure you remember this too, when the show like officially premiered not the sneak preview but like when it actually came on like regular on nickelodeon nickelodeon yes that was when our son was born oh yes yes i remember yeah and the thing was if you also remember unfortunately when he was born he we had to take him to the hospital yeah because yeah he, he had unfortunately our son like he was barely two weeks old and he had to have surgery (laughs) <laughs> and if you remember, that was the, that was the, when he did the surgery, that was the two weeks of the two week premiere of Rising Ninja Turtles, where it was on every day on Nickelodeon at six o'clock. Oh, I remember that the, uh, the nurse, the, the nurse was, <laughs> yeah, the nurse came in, she was like, oh, oh, you guys are watching, you guys are watching Ninja Turtles. Like, it's like she was like, and she looked at me, she was like, don't be saying you're watching this for your son. I know, da- I know, Daddy's the one who wants to watch this. Your son doesn't know what Ninja Turtles are. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So that that's something I uh, that's something like this always in the back of my mind whenever <laughs> when I think of a rise. This is that those two weeks was unfortunately the two weeks that my son uh, was in the hospital. Oh. Uh, but but for those but for those two weeks, like you know, we we see him getting better, and it was six o'clock. Six o'clock at night, um, like you know, we just had that moment where we got to sit there and we got to watch it. That was our happy uh, moment. It, it it really was. It it really was our 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 happy moments. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, to take away all the stress away, but uh, just to tell the fans that our son is okay and he's so happy and healthy now. Yeah, he's very happy and healthy and screams a lot <laughs> and doesn't let us sleep. <laughs> I'm playing this when you're when you're like 15 and 16, son. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure you know all the heartache that you gave to us. <laughs> all right. He's the cutest. <laughs> all right. Uh, you ready to talk about the episode? Yes. All right. This is season three, episode four. The, we are going to be talking about the Maltese hamster. Uh, this originally aired on September twenty eighth, nineteen eighty nine. It was directed by. Bill Wolf and written by David Wise. Uh, now, uh, that writer, David Ry- Wise, does that sound uh, familiar to you? Wise. No. Now, all right. So, uh, David Wise, he actually wrote all five episodes of the first 
season. And he was credited uh, for the story for the for the season two premiere. This is the first episode he has written since then. So this is the first episode he's written since the first season, and and this is the first time he's been credited since the beginning of season two. Oh. Uh, so that's actually really cool that uh, that he was able to come back. Uh, now the other question I have to you. In this episode, uh, we only had one scene with Burns. Did Burns sound a little weird to you? Uh, to be honest, I didn't pay attention. You didn't pay attention. All right. So, Burns... Well, I think it wasn't like... Uh, his, his sound wasn't... He wasn't sound as annoying as always. Exactly. Exactly. It's funny how you say he's sounding annoying as always because, you know, his voice by your favorite... You find your favorite character as well, Crane. <laughs> but, alright. But you know, he gives a, a special uh, voice to Crane. That's right, he does, he does. So, uh, Pat Fraley, who normally voiced Burns, was actually not in this episode. Burns was actually voiced by Michelangelo's voice actor, Townsend Coleman. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, so that's why he didn't sound right. Was because, but he still did a good job. He did. He did a good job. He did a good job impersonating him. Uh, you know, and that's probably why we don't see Krang in this episode because I'm pretty sure no one uh could do Krang's voice as well as he he does. I want to say I, I want to say in later seasons um the voice gets replaced. I can't remember, but I want to say like the last season when like Krang isn't there anymore. Um, like oh really? Yeah, yeah. We we get to the last season. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. In in the in the final, like, two seasons, there's no Shredder or Krang or Roxanne Bebop, like... So what is it about, then? If uh, the, if it's the about aliens. <laughs> really? Yeah, really. <laughs> Ninja Turtles an alien? Yeah, exactly. Just like how Michael Bay wanted it to be. <laughs> but don't worry, that's, like, that's so down the road. That's that's season 9 and 10. We're, we're on season 3 right now. Don't, don't worry about that right now. Okay. All right. Um, The other thing I want to mention is the... The title of the episode, The Maltese Hamster, obviously there's a hamster, oh, there's a hamster statue in this episode. That statue is is actually going to be in the NECA April uh, set. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, that come, that's going to be coming out in the U.S. on uh, August 20th. I know, like international people already have it and i see like these international photos of like people have with like april and everything i, I just can, get jealous how they have it? uh because NECA decided to give it to him first and no well i think is i think NECA did when they did these cartoon waves like because it's going to target uh i think because of how popular roxane bebop was and there was only like two per box i think i think they're just sending target like boxes of individual characters so they can get so they can get to as many fans as possible. Uh-huh. Uh, obviously, to get more sales, too. Because they know that they'll sell. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's coming in the U.S. On, uh, on August 20th. I may have said October before, but I mean August. Uh, also, the title is a pun on the classic movie, The Maltese Falcon. And one last thing I want to write. I want to write. I, I did write. Uh is that this episode is the first time that Raphael breaks the fourth wall. 
Uh, like, no. Mikey and Donnie have broken the fourth wall before last season. But Raphael, who's the main contender who breaks the fourth wall of the series, this is the first time he gets to do it. And not only does he do it, he does it twice. Oh, and those guys wanted to kidnap him or something? Like, when, when he goes and talks to the camera, because, um, uh, like, uh, I, I wrote it down uh, somewhere in here, um, but, I, uh, like, the first time he he talks about, like, how how a, how one of the songs uh, won't be in, in the top ten anytime soon. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I mean by breaking the fourth wall. Donnie also breaks the fourth wall in this episode as well. But yeah, that's uh, that. Those are so just uh, some uh, interesting factoids about this episode. You wanna give us a summary? Uh, first I give my own fact about this. <laughs> I wanna hear your own fact about this episode, cause I know your facts are awesome. <laughs> so um, uh. My, my fact is that this is the f- this is the first episode that we have uh, narration. Yes, yes. This episode is a is a play on like these nineteen twenties like gangster movies where basically the the detective um like kind of like talks in like in like it's most of the time it's a Donatello because this is a very Donatello focused episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, Donnie does like like this Humphrey Bogart kind of voice kind of thing, and just like basically he talks like a detective from one of those gangster movies. Yes. Also, this episode I think is one of the episode that we see um, like um, most of the time we see the turtles in the costumes. Right, in the trench coats. They are in the trench coats most of the time. Again, going back into the. Uh, the 1920s like gangster movie reference where all the police officers and detectives were in the, these uh, trench coats. Yes. <laughs> really good things to point out. <laughs> so uh, where's our summer here? You, you want to do it in that uh, in that narration, in that gangster narration, or I should say detective narration voice? Yeah, kid. All right. No, so this is what's going to happen soon. <laughs> No, not in that voice. Not in that voice. All right, all right, all right, Anna. Let let's hear your your summary here. So in this episode, um, and there are like, uh, Sh- uh, Shredder gives uh, like so many like cool weapons to some uh, um, like thieves. Uh, you to can call them gangsters. Like. Gangster. Yeah. To yeah. some to some uh, gangsters, um, to um. To um, to steal a uh, antique uh, hamster statue mm-hmm. um, because there is a there's something in, inside it that uh, they can uh, um, there's because there's a formula inside it that they can uh, power the technodrome and <laughs> oh, I cheated here. You cheated here. <laughs> I, I, I want to hear the cheat. <laughs> No, this 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 uh, last sentence was a cheat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so uh, April saw the uh, the statue and he, he thought it was very cute. So he, he they went and uh, got the statue and the rest of the story. They uh, um, the uh, they capture all the 
turtles except Donatello. So Donatello and April are trying to uh, save the turtles. And um, at first they had no idea that it's um, the statue. And then they, later they figure out and um, that's all the story. Yeah, it, that was a great summary right there. See, I'm getting better. You, you're always getting better. Uh, all right, so let's go ahead and start breaking down this episode. The first thing I actually wrote, what we pretty much talked about already, was this pretty much opens like a 1920 uh, gangster movie. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, uh, we hear like Dante doing uh, narration and like, and he's doing the narration out loud that's annoying Raphael. Because, <laughs> like, like, you know, because obviously not only we hear it, everyone else hears it. And, like, Raphael's like, oh, go ahead. Tell everyone that we're the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, it's raining. Because... Yes, yes. <laughs> like, you know, I, I, it just, it was, it was just raining. Yes, I, I don't know what was with raining. <laughs> right. <laughs> but to be honest, uh, like animation-wise, uh, rain and uh, snow are like easy. Yeah, I I get that, especially the way they did this because obviously none of the rain is actually touching uh, the characters. Yes. Like I mean, it's just it's just there and it's just like just lines, and I'm pretty sure they just like loop those lines. Yes, yes. Uh, like because like, I know like now like especially like okay every time I think of rain. I think of my favorite scene in the uh, Team NT 2007 movie where Raphael and Leo fight each other. And that rain scene was, like, awesome because the, the way they animated the rain was so perfect. Uh-huh. But this was, like, but as you said, this was a lazy rain. This was, like, animators, animation, like, 101. Hey, how to make uh, rain? No, don't, don't worry about hitting people. Like, you know, the, you, you get to find that out in the advanced course. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, the way the movie started, I loved it. Uh, showing like that uh, city, uh, uh, I always love these pan until yeah, 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 yeah. You love seeing the backgrounds, yes, and everything. And like, I mean, we got like a lot of backgrounds and like a lot of like buildings, a lot of like uh, like stores and everything. I'm sure they had a field day on like writing. Uh, those like signs in there, and I'm pretty sure some of those signs just had like, just they just hidden people's like last names in there, cause like there are some like things I didn't write I didn't write them down, but like there are some things I'm like, okay, where'd you get that name from? Yes, I think uh, this was one of the episodes that we see so much of the city. Yeah, no, you're definitely right about that. Now during Donnie's narration, he's actually like explaining to us about uh, these gangsters. And um, who are led by Tony the Butcher. Now, this character actually does come back in the series. He's not like he, he's not like a major uh, villain in the series, but he does he he we will see him again. <laughs> not just this episode. But who was Tony? Uh, Tony was the the gangster uh, villain. Like he was the he was the main uh-huh, villain. Uh-huh. Um, I just. <laughs> I just remember that uh, little video that I sent for you. The little video. <laughs> oh, that video. <laughs> oh, I'm not going 
into the details, but there's a video. There's a video that her that her sister and and for you guys listening out there, Anna has more than one sister. There's one sister in California and there's one sister in in her home country, Iran. This is the home country, Iran. Uh, that 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 sentence. So this is not like you know you you could chew loudly to her. She. <laughs> So there's more than one video. There are a, a series of videos that uh, two animals, uh, like uh, for example, like a cat or pigeon, they 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 see each other and then they put a conversation on them. And yeah, one of them, what's your name? The other one says Tony. And then I tell, don't tell the rest of the story. You just have to find. I think if you, if you search Tony, you you might probably yeah. find it. This might be a video that's like you know, maybe it's been out there on YouTube for like ten years, but like you know, but you know how like Iran like they're, they they get no, the signal. No, 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 no. These are like these are new. These are new. Okay, they're okay. They're on Instagram. They're on Instagram. Originally, they're on TikTok. Uh, that. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. If it was original on TikTok, I mean, the like they probably put it on Instagram because they know Americans won't get to see it. <laughs> One thing I wrote about. Yeah, I'm so good at distracting. You are good at distracting. <laughs> One thing I wrote about uh about the butcher over here is that we see him uh, steal a quarter from the, <laughs> the payphone. Like I know it's supposed to like show. It's like oh man, they're so they're so bad like you know and they take money for everywhere and like i mean he literally like we see him like go to the phone booth and like um and then like go to like the quarter slot and <laughs> take a quarter from there but the one i really want to talk about when during this uh narration thing is because like, you know donnie's basically show like showcasing that they have like these weapons from dimension x or uh, he doesn't say he, he. I'm sorry. He doesn't say they're from Dimension X. He says that he has advanced uh, weapons and that it could only come from Shredder, uh, because of like uh, because of the technology and everything. And so these guys have this gun, and they shoot it to a truck, and they, you see the truck disappear. So it gets the money. Yes, and then we see the the guy without clothes. And yes, then we see that we also see the, the 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 armored truck driver, and he completely loses all of his clothes. Like I except, just except he has a short. Yeah, yeah, he he has a shorts. <laughs> uh, obviously, because you know this is kids programming, <laughs> and we can't have a buck naked guy <laughs> in the show, or else the parents would complain. I mean, they're already complaining about martial what. <laughs> martial arts weapons i mean never forbid we put a uh overweight um no, overweight that, naked guy in the movie no, the reason that i mentioned is because um uh, he has the same uh, star uh cartoony short that the uh rock study had yeah 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 the, the hearts yeah. That, that's a very uh cartoon trope is that <laughs> like everyone everyone's uh boxers have hearts on it because that's that's what everyone's auto boxes have you know you go and like you know if someone goes and shoots uh me with that laser and you look at my my uh boxes you're gonna see that there's some little red hearts on that one too <laughs> spoiler alert now you now you guys can't picture me without with only with underwear <laughs> but yeah i but like i like the parts of me i just want to know like What's the purpose? Uh, I mean, I, I know the purpose of this gun was to, like, okay, we need to get, we, we want to, like, get rid of the truck so we can get the money. Obviously, but, like, who, who in the R&D department was like, oh, you know what? 
Let's get rid of clothes too. Like I think that they just wanted some like uh, 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 laugh for yeah, kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. One ever said it was playing last for the kids. I I know that. I know that. It, it was a, it was for a quick laugh, but you know I I want to know. <laughs> you I, want to chop down. I want to chop down everything. I want logic. In my Ninja Turtle series, all right, and it, it, yeah, they are four grown turtles who do karate. I need that. Everything needs to make sense, all right. <laughs> the whole thing doesn't make sense because Shredder has all these cool weapons, and he never <laughs> he never uses it. No, he used it, but he still couldn't like get to a splinter. Right. No, no, no. I, yeah, I definitely agree with you there. Why he doesn't disappear as Splinter? Uh, that, that's a great question. Or at least, like, get rid of his rope. Uh, <laughs> yes, I really want to see what's on. on the... <laughs> <laughs> I have I have the Splinter action figure. We can take off the rope. You'll, you'll see. It's just, it's just brown fur. Uh, so where's that, yeah, that thing that he always puts his money in? It's, so... it's <laughs> inside the pocket in the rope. He has pockets sewn in there. <laughs> if you ever saw a robe which has a pocket inside, it was buy it for my Christmas as a gift. I will, I will totally do that. 100% I'll do that. <laughs> Alright. Alright. So, the next scene we see is like, we see the turtles are uh, walking out there. They're, uh, they're, they're meeting, they're meeting April. And, and then like, they go, they find an antique shop. Yes. The reason why, why I want to write about this antique shop is because, actually, in the original uh, comics, April, uh, April actually, uh, like after she stops working for Baxter Stockman, uh, she actually like, uh, r- uh, runs the second time around antique shop, uh, like in there. So I'm pretty sure that this is like not supposed to be a callback. Uh, to that because what the people who are doing the series probably have they they probably have like no concept of like what's going on in the comics but it's a nice like accidental kind of like thing mm-hmm. uh, so I thought uh, I, 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 uh, that's something I, I wrote there and then obviously in here is where we see the Maltese hamster yes and uh, over here uh, April, April asks, she wants to buy the hamster in the window, and this is like where I I mentioned before, Raf breaks the fourth wall because he says I'm sure that song won't be in the top ten anytime soon. I don't think our son ever heard the original song that this is based off. Uh, how much is that doggy in the window? Is it, is it a song like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, it's one of those, like, uh, preschool songs. Like, you know, how much is that doggy in the window? Like, something like that. And, I, don't, I never heard of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think he's heard of it either. Because, you know... You have to find it. I know, we do have to find it. But that's what that, ref, that's what that reference, um, Raphael was alluding to. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> uh, so... So the writer of this show has a, has a thing for... Different kind of like, like rat, hamster, like... <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, pr- yeah, pretty much. Um, but, um, 
But but yeah, I mean, it, it's a it's a very old school like uh, ch- children's song like that like you know if you grew up in America you would have heard it. Uh-huh. Obviously, it's new to you because you yeah. never like you know you didn't have a song like that in Iran. Yeah. <laughs> so in the antique shop, uh, the delivery was interesting for me because April was shopping. Yeah. And instead of they gave her the, the, whatever she the, bought. The hamster? Yes, because she would hold it in her hand, but they, they gave it to the boy to deliver it to her house. And you it know, came out, like, I think two days later or something. Yeah, okay, you know what? I didn't write that down, but now that you said something, uh, yes. The only thing I wrote about uh, the delivery boy, that his name is Chester, but I, I... I did not realize the concept of obviously she bought something that's like you can hold in your hand and instead of like them like okay he wrapped it up he was like okay here here it is they gave it to a delivery boy and who like takes as you said like almost like two days yeah she, he had a bicycle or something he had a bicycle like wh- where did you go Chester <laughs> What did you do? Like, like, did you like? Did you know that the secret formula you was know. in that in that uh, hamster? And you like, you opened it, like, took pictures, developed the pictures, because you know there's no digital cameras then. What is the name of the the delivery boy? Chester. Chester. Okay. Uh, at the beginning of the um, pandemic, I bought a Lego set. If you uh-huh. remember. Yeah, I remember. I, I wanted to actually ask you about like, have you heard, have you saw any shipping updates from that? No, the last time, the last time they said that they, it was like, uh, I think two months ago, no, one month ago that they told me that they delivered it, but I think it's Chester is bringing it. <laughs> Chester is bringing it to us. Uh-huh. <laughs> is bringing it to us on his bike. Yeah. <laughs> he probably, he probably is. And trust me, Anna's not buying from that website ever again. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, that no, like yeah, I I don't know how, I don't know how that even slipped my mind. But so all right, the turtles they buy this, they uh, they they leave the thing. Well, actually, they don't actually leave the thing. They well because Mikey wanted to buy this. Pizza maker. Yeah. It's an antique pizza maker which looks like a. I don't know. It looks like something Dr. Seuss made. <laughs> I mean, it like you know, it it, it it looks like a like, it looks like like things like you wash clothes when you have to like hand wash it. I think. But it has like hands on it. I think they were trying to make one of those old-fashioned oven something yeah they totally failed <laughs> like like i don't know what this, like I, I mean i think i think that the the owner by the way the owner's like voices by uh rob paulson like which oh really? yeah 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 the the antique sh- shop owner but I think he just slapped the word, like, pizza maker on there so he could fool global teenagers like Michelangelo over here and be like, hey, hey, do you know what kids like? Kids like pizza. And you know what? I could sell this thing. Well, he sold it, what? He wanted for Five, five dollars. It was five dollars. Yeah, that's right. Five dollars. Five dollars. What this big thing? That looks like it should be, like, I don't know, like, 30. <laughs> like... Yes, and it was antique. It was, uh, what kind of antique is $5? Right, exactly, yeah. What kind of antique is $5? Like, well, well, he sold the hamster for, what, 10 If I remember, he gave her a discount. 
<laughs> like, but he wouldn't give. He didn't give Mikey a discount. I mean, I, I like Mikey. If you were a pretty girl, you would have got a discount. <laughs> Do you remember? Um, at first, we were married. We wanted. I don't know. We wanted to buy something for the house. We went to the ugliest store. And oh my God! I'm, yes, it was this like. <laughs> an, so it was this antique. Uh, oh gosh, it was antique furniture store. The the name of the store was like based off of like what happens to. Uh, metal after it gets oxidized uh, and like so just to give you guys a, gives you guys an idea and like so all this all the furniture was either like made out of wood or it was like made out of like metal Yes. And like I mean, and it was like ugly and you only wanted to go there because you're like, oh let's get some cheap furniture. Yeah. Because like because you just saw they put the furniture outside. This is like like and like and, and she was like, Oh, this is probably like some sort of garage sale. We probably can pick this up for like, you know, like $5. Yeah, five dollars. And we go in there, I mean and they want like a thousand dollars. Like one of them the ugliest one. The I swear it was the ugliest uh, one and it was not even comfortable to sit on. It was like twelve hundred dollars. I just remember we walked in and then we walked out. So yeah, that's all we did. We walked in, we walked out, and said, nope, 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 not, not, not this happening. So what I liked about the antique shop, um, I know I always pay attention to background. It was the, the walls was all like um, the paper. Um, like wallpaper? Wallpaper. Oh, that's cool. No, I didn't pay attention to that. I thought it was very cool that they made everything old-fashioned. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, make it an old fat. You know, if they have antiques, they got to make it like they have to make the store a little old fashioned looking. And uh, what I like that um, uh, Mikey, when Mikey was mad that it's so expensive, he said, uh, What a geek. <laughs> oh man, Mikey, insulting geeks like that, that's so wrong. And then Mikey found money. That's right, yeah, he finds a quarter. Because he was, he, he almost had enough money. He was just missing. Just like, I don't, was he missing 25 cents? I, don't, I can't remember now. But like, but he finds a quarter and he was like, all right, now I have enough money. Like, cause, all right, all right, you know what, Mikey, good for you for calling him a geek because come on, if someone's like just a little short, you know, to make a sale, especially if you're a small business owner, like, you know, you can afford to lose like whatever like the 25 cents um like you know to make a sale to make a customer happy because then you get a repeat customer yes. but no you send them outside and like nope you don't have enough money i gave this what? pretty lady what? of discount but you get none you green-faced loser <laughs> but i was expecting more from mikey he found money from the and the so, ground yes and then he was the owner of the money <laughs> oh, you, you wanted him to return it back? Like, no, like, it, was, it wasn't his money. It's true. It's true, kids. <laughs> you find a quarter on the ground. <laughs> don't pick it up and take it for yourself. Especially now, we have a coin shortage. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this. Um, I, like, Because I, I, I know we haven't like, gone out uh, anywhere. But like everywhere now is like asking for exact change or use uh, credit cards. Because they, they don't have like... We this our country right now has a shortage on coins right now. Oh really? Yeah. So we have a, a Power bank upstairs that is full of. I, I know, I know. We probably could make millions up there. 
<laughs> I mean, don't tell the U.S. Federal Reserve. They're going to, like, try, kind of try to come here and, like, take it. <laughs> I, I told them the exact address to this upstairs. <laughs> you just want that bank out of here. <laughs> so the uh, other thing that I pay attention, I, I pay attention to nonsense details. The gangsters, they had, like, uh, flower pins on their coats. Because that's, that's what the gangsters look like back in the 1920s. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, no. Like, that, that was, like, your stereotypical uh, gangsters. And so, so at this point, they enter the antique shop because they're looking for the Maltese hamster as well. Uh-huh. And... But they don't know where they don't know which shop it is at, where it's at. But like they're like, hey, do you have do you have this statue? And the guy was like, uh, no, I actually just sold it. And like and like they start like tearing up the place. But the thing is like so stereotypical. They had a violin case, and they opened the violin case, and it was a gun. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I'm sure you've seen that before. Like that, that like I'm sure some Iranian media had to have that somewhere. Not the. Uh, like you never seen like a like where someone opens a, a violin case um and like all of a sudden they, it comes out and they actually had a gun inside there instead of a violin. No, not the violin. Oh wow. Uh, where did you where did you live? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm just surprised that never made like I, I'm just. Surpri- I mean, it, it might have been I maybe I didn't pay attention because I never was into gangster movies. Right. Yeah, that's true too. It, maybe like it, it was it's it's one of those. Things, I mean, me personally, I've never seen uh I've never seen a gangster movie like uh from like beginning to end of like. Uh, like you know, in my life, but these things have been parodied so many times, and like so many other movies and TV shows, and that's how I know this stuff. Uh-huh. Right. But but yeah, we, but but we see that they're tearing up the place. Obviously, they don't have real guns because you know they have Shredder's advanced weapons, and obviously, and it's also a kids show, so we can't <laughs> we can't have. Um, we can. I, I love how all the Shredder's weapons, they have that um, drill kind of like... Yeah! <laughs> and, the, uh, and this one, uh, it had like a laser kind of thing that was working as a rope. Yes! Yes, it had like... Like, it, it worked as a rope and like a big a beam, and then that beam would just like, just tie the person up. Yes. Yeah. So, by this point, after like they tear up the shop... The turtles like come in. Well, first Mikey comes in. Yes. And then and then the other three come in after Mikey. But then what happens? They what? capture Mikey. Well, I meant before they captured Mikey. Or maybe or actually no, after they captured Mikey. When when the when the other three come in and they see that the place is a mess. What happens then? <laughs> We need the eye. Oh, 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 I know what happened. Here we have a music. Yes, that's right. It's wrong turtle talking time. And 
He was so excited because it was a double. It is a double wrong turtle talking. Usually with wrong turtle talking, it's usually they they just make a mistake on like one turtle and then they move on to the next one and we and then like it, and then like you know we zoom in on the other turtle. No, here what happens at six minutes thirty nine seconds, all three enter the building and we see Raph. He start. He starts talking, but it's Donatello's voice. And then, and then when Raph, when Donatello as Raph start stops talking, then Donnie stops talking, but it's actually Raph's voice. <laughs> and they're just commenting on the mess and the destruction. I think the voice actors they were competing to show is like, oh, you talk about to, you talking to my character. And now I know what to do. I'm talking to <laughs> your cake. Oh my gosh! Um, I already forgot who wrote this. It was like, this was like uh one of our one of our earliest tweets, like when we uh first started, and I um I posted like a scene of a wrong turtle talking, uh-huh. and um and I believe it was it it was, it's someone, it was like Leo, it was Leo like. Talk, it was Leo, but with Raph's voice. And like, I already forget who commented this, but it was the one of the funniest things. And they said, no, that's just Rob Polson doing his best Cam Clark um, impression. <laughs> and I really laughed at that one. Uh, that is our only uh, wrong turtle talking that I found. Um, but it was a double, and that made it awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's a rare double wrong turtle talking. You know what? Uh, now I want Nickelodeon to, in the new uh, show. He put some mistakes for us. You, you he know, put some just, just put it, just put it, just put some wrong turtle talking in there. Come on, come on. I mean, I know. And some wrong mask just for <laughs> just, just for old time's sake. You know, <laughs> I mean, why? What happened to the great wholesome animation mistakes? I mean, you know. Like, like, now, I, I think, like, Rise's animation mistake was, like, they, they forgot to color in, uh, Raph's, uh, red shorts, um, like, and so he was, like, his legs were green, uh, like, just, just green throughout, uh, like, I think that was, like, a mistake they did, but, you know, there wasn't much, like, you know, there, I, I know, I know the 2012 series did have a wrong turtle talking, uh, you know, when we... Uh, like, and we might ha- have to do, we might have to do that one because it was the one where they team up with the, the, um, these turtles, the 87 turtles. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like, uh, uh, I, I remember I talked about it way back when we were doing turtles, uh, talking with turtles. Uh-huh. And, uh, like, I, I, like, I, I mentioned, like, I'm like, I don't know if this was intentional or not, but I'm glad it was there. <laughs> <laughs> because it is, it's completely like they just put the wrong voice on the on the turtle. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. So, so Mikey's not captured. Yes. That's how we open this. Mikey's not captured. <laughs> and then they, uh, the turtles come out um, the store to uh, look for the Mikey. Right. And then uh, they they go inside the sewer. Right, they go inside the sewer. Um, yes, yes, yes. They, yes, they they go inside. They go inside the sewer while like the the their limo is driving it because I remember like the, they jump into the sewer and then like the 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 limo like drives 
over over the sewer when they get in. Yes. Yeah. Now, okay. Did Raph get captured yet? Um. I can't remember now. I think it was only Leo and. It was only Leo and Donnie that went to the sewer. Yes. So at this point, okay. So at this point, Raph did get captured because that's the only reason why Raph wasn't with them. Because if you remember, Raph. Uh, when when they were looking for Mikey, uh, Raph was like by himself, and he saw and he sees that limo, and then they roll down the window, and <laughs> all those guns point at him, and he runs, he runs into the like, the boxes, and then and then they they use like that um like they use that that laser capture thing where like you know now it's like an uh, like it's in this like little box thing that Tony the butcher had. Tony. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What's your name, Tony? Yeah, but yeah. So, 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 so yeah. So, so Leo and Donnie are in the sewer. They talk to Splinter, and Splinter's like, "Okay, we need a, uh, we'll all go." So I just wanted to say that the, when they went to the sewer, the sewer lit was different this time. It was more rounded, like, like, like it, it kind of looked like it looked like a sewer that should not be on the street. Because because it was like a, a little like curved outside. Yeah, it was curved outside. And also, it, it didn't have that classic um, design on the yeah. sewer Yeah, and I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that was like a, because, you know, the street is background, and then the sewer lid is like a animation cell, uh-huh. and I, I'm sure it was like one of those kind of things where like they just, it just did not, they didn't. They couldn't fit it. They couldn't fit it. They couldn't like, um, like mesh it well yes. with, the, with the background. So that's probably why it was like that. But but you're right. If if this was a real sewer lid, like it would be a road hazard, <laughs> like because it would cause a speed bump, like where you don't want a speed bump. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, Splinter's with Leo and Donnie, and they're all trying to like you know they're they're trying to, uh, they're, they're trying to get uh their both their brothers back from the gangsters. I see that uh, Splinter is working on his. Uh, <laughs> brave, braveness. Yes, Splinter is work. <laughs> oh, okay. What is, what is this here? Splinter runs without weapon. Yes, yeah, so I was like, uh, uh, because Leo, uh, Donnie, they were like all um, running towards the gangster, and Splinter was running with them too, and. But Splinter doesn't. Uh, the only Splinter, the only weapon Splinter has is a cane. I mean, it doesn't do anything, and then you have a you have a cane in front of the guns. What do you want to do with the cane? Right, but like you know, he doesn't need a weapon. Like you know, he could just he could run in front of them and you know use his tail. We've seen him use his tail. I I think it was just childish. Probably pro- probably was, but the one thing I wrote is like so, the butcher he sees. He sees like the the turtles and he was like, "Oh, it's the turtles." And then he says, "And they're with their uh, their master." And like in my mind, I was like, "Okay, how, they know? how did he know how did he know who Splinter is? Splinter is like not no, not well known. I mean, and like I have been a Splinter as an Instagram or something. <laughs> Splinter maybe. I mean, the only other thing that could the only other thing that would like explain it is that Shredder Told them like, oh, these got these are the turtles. They're gonna try to stop you, and and they have a rat master. Like, I mean, but but like, yeah, it was just weird. Like, 
And uh, I think it was the first time I, I heard that uh, they called him, him Sensei. You know, you could be right. I can't. Me, I don't know. Me, I have to. I have to check the older episodes. Me, they they might have had. They might have had other episodes where they called him Sensei, but it, you could be right. This may, may, maybe I didn't pay attention, but it was the first time that I noticed. The first time you noticed, yeah, because it, it, it was. You, but uh, you might be right because uh, I know they usually call him Master Splinter. Yeah. Uh, but you could be right. This might be the first time they actually say Sensei. Yeah. Uh, now, now that you're saying it, I know I've heard Sensei from this series before, and obviously they're gonna say it uh, more. But uh, I think you're you're right, and they honestly they probably they probably took, they probably used that word because by this time uh, Karate Kid was a huge movie, and Karate Kid used that mo- that lo- that that word a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm. Sixty percent sure that uh, it was the first time. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna go with you because I cannot think of another time that that uh, that they that they said that. If you guys want to prove us wrong, let us know. <laughs> Just because <laughs> listeners love to prove us wrong. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> that's that's something I've learned for doing this podcast for 22 episodes now. <laughs> is that when we make a mistake. They make sure when we say something right, they ignore that. But like once once we make that one mistake, oh oh gosh, like you know, <laughs> they don't remember. They don't remember all the things we get right. They remember that one mistake we made. <laughs> so at this point, at this point, the gangsters they capture both Leo and uh, Splinter. I was about to call him Sensei, but they they capture both Leo and Splinter. In the same ray, Maya add you. Yeah. And the one of the gangsters he goes out there and he does this Cagney impression of and I don't I don't know what movie this is from. I just know it's Cagney because of the um because of like how quotable this line is, but he says, You dirty rat and he does it in that voice too. <laughs> <laughs> now uh I'm now, have you ever heard that line before? This is, this is me, Jason, asking my wife, Anna, have you ever heard... Dirty Rat? Yeah, Dirty Rat. No. Okay. Now, to Ninja Turtle fans, this is a very famous line because Mikey says this mo- this line in the first movie. Eh? Yeah, but as, as I mentioned before, he's imitating uh, James Cagney, who is a very famous actor... Who did a lot of these gangster movies. Uh-huh. And now I actually try to find out what movie this line was from before this podcast started. I couldn't find it. <laughs> All I could find was when I searched You Dirty Rat, the only thing I could find was it was said by James Cagney. And he did like, oh, I think like 68 movies or something like that. Like so many movies. <laughs> and... And Ninja Turtles one, like and uh, Michelangelo, like and that was eight, like uh, like my like uh, after James Cagney, it's Mikey from the first movie, uh, like so that's how, so that's how much like Ninja Turtles made this line famous. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, cause everyone from my generation, we know this line from that movie. Oh. Yeah, obviously this car- this episode came out before the movie. But it it is kind of funny how like how the writers of this series put that line in there 
And then the writers of the movie also put that line in there. <laughs> it's a cool line. It's a very cool line. It's a very iconic line. Yeah. Yeah. It matches Splinter. It, it matches Splinter. It, 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 for you, it matches Splinter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I feel I was a little bit mean to Miss Splinter. You're 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 allowed to be mean to to Splinter. So, Channel Six is getting bigger and bigger. Like they're buying like big towers <laughs> every day. So, um, this is our official like Channel Six build. We've seen this um for a few episodes now, and, but like the la- the last the last season we didn't see this big tower. Yes. But it's just that, like, th- this season, we they established that Channel 6 is this big tower. And this is the tower that most people know Channel 6 as. And we're going to see this tower for the rest of the series when Channel 6 is in existence. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Uh, the one thing I wrote... So, by this point, uh, Donatello is by himself. Like, you know, because um, his other three brothers are captured and Splinter is not captured. So he goes to Channel Six because he needs help. He needs he needs the only person, other person he knows is April. And what I actually liked about this scene is like you know we see we see Donnie first. Like Donnie just got hit by bricks, and this is the reason why we're I'm we're skipping the reason why the bad guys didn't capture Donnie, and that's because Donnie like gets smashed by a building, and they assume. That Donnie perished uh, from from that blast, and so so he survives. Thankfully, obviously, there's no way that there, there's no way the writers were gonna kill off Donnie. I mean, you know, <laughs> especially not not in not in episode four of season three. They're not gonna kill off Donnie then. <laughs> that scene was very familiar for me. We didn't have a, a scene like that for. Spider-Man or something? Uh, we have scenes for that for everybody. <laughs> I, I, I'm I pretty sure a building has fallen to Spider-Man. Or Hulk, I don't know. Or Hulk. I, 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 a building blowing up, turning into rubble, and falling on a character is very... Very famous, like you know, like like I'm I'm sure you've seen it in a Spider-Man episode or movie, and like and then you've seen like spider like when we get when we see the next part, we see Spider-Man like holding everything up with like webs or something like that, or like Hulk just jumps out of the rubble. Like I I'm just saying, this is very cliche. It's not something new, uh, for super for superhero cartoons, <laughs> but. Over here, but like you know, Don he goes into uh, Channel Six, and we see Irma, and Irma does that classic. I'm the parent who's watching this show with the kids. Okay, which one are you? <laughs> like, like, do you remember like when she sees Donatello, she she doesn't know which one, which which. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. She definitely does that, like, okay. Like, you know, when, like, like, you know, when you, when kids, like, ask their parents, like, oh, when you go to the store, can you give me a Michelangelo action figure? And then, like, you know, they we come, come with Raphael. Yeah, they come with Raphael. I'm like, no. <laughs> okay. I have to bring this up. I really have to bring this up. Uh, so, 
uh, Christmas. Y y you know my one of my favorite like Ninja Turtle like merchandise I ever have, and that's the Michelangelo stocking, right? Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, this is uh, uh, I have a Michelangelo Christmas stocking. This is this was like something I got like when I was like nine or ten years old, and it's like one of my most treasured uh thing. Uh, like it's it's one of those that. Like, you know how, like, people will ask you, oh, the building's burning down and you can only save one item, what item would you would save? It would be that item. <laughs> like, I mean... I remember that's that's how I impressed you to marry me. That's right. I, I designed the... Uh, passport. Passport for Mikey. Yeah, you, you gave Mikey a passport. Uh, yeah. So, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I got Michelangelo... And my brother, he got a Leonardo uh, stocking. Uh -huh. Now, the thing was, my brother, he actually wanted Donatello. Uh -huh. And my dad went to the store to go buy them. And, like, so... You know, we 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 told we 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 told him I, I told him I wanted Michelangelo. My brother said I I want Donatello, and like my dad was like my dad had like he gets there and he was like okay, um like before he got there because there was no cell phones back then, but uh, he he was like okay what colors are they, and we told him orange and purple, and my dad confused the color purple with blue. <laughs> so your dad was it. Colorblind? Yes, my dad's a color. Yes, my dad's colorblind. But like, like, and I, I mean, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure my dad he went to the store, and he probably asked the sales associate who was like, I'm looking for Michelangelo and I'm looking for Donatello, and and the sales associate probably also didn't know <laughs> what which colors uh they were. And they were like, okay, like, okay, I think Michelangelo is the orange one, and uh, Dante has to be this blue one. And my dad was like, okay, and like, so we get this, we get this for Christmas, and my brother was actually like bummed. It was like Leonardo, and he was like, no, I wanted Donatello, and but it's just funny because. The Leonardo stocking actually like grew on him, yeah. and so like it, it's just it's just really funny how it, like it worked out. But it like I said, it's one of those instances like where you know if your parents were watching the show, I'm pretty sure they didn't know which which turtles were which. Like, and you know if your parents knew which turtles were which, then you had awesome parents. Yes, that makes sense. It's like uh uh. Our son tell us to buy those Paw Patrol. Uh, the Paw Patrol. Uh, their names, if they say their names, I was. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. If they didn't say, say their names, one? I have no idea which one. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell you. I can tell you. I can tell you. Uh, you know, police officer is blue, and the firefighter is red, and the girl is pink, and then like, and then there's like three more. Um, there's a yellow one. But you don't know the name. Oh god, god no! I have no idea what the names is. Just I think. Oh, I memorize the name because you have to be awesome parents. I, I I know I know exactly. I I I think the I think the blue one is named Chase. So, uh, speaking about Irma, uh, 
Uh, I thought it was very cool that when he was, she was on the phone, she was playing with the... Oh, the cord? Did you do that oh, when you were a young girl? Did yes, you, yes, you know, yes, when yes. you're on the phone, like, yeah. for hours and hours, because that's what young girls were doing when the, they're on the phone? Yes. <laughs> I can definitely see that. And poor Irma, trying to get a date. Uh, poor, poor Irma. After they... After the that Spider-Man uh, scene that Donnie uh, was oh oh when, when they were climbing on the walls because like no 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 oh when he was underneath the oh oh yeah 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 when he was underneath all the rubble and everything and then he yeah he goes to Channel Six because like in his trying to yes and when they uh, when they saved the Donnie was uh, he was uh, he was having a blanket around him uh-huh. and he looked like a grandma. <laughs> Grandma Donta, oh, I came here for some sugar. <laughs> yes. Then uh, another thing, uh, the gangster, and uh, they were talking on a, like a video chat kind of thing with uh, with Shredder. With Shredder. Yeah. And the screen was, uh, uh, it was so, I don't know, it didn't look like a screen because when Shredder was pointing uh, directly to them, I. It almost looked like he was touching him. Yes. It, no, no, no. 100% it did. Like, now, he doesn't come out of the screen like Baxter Stockman came out of the screen in that like one scene last season. But it really did. It really looked like he was like directly touching them. I mean, and maybe this was some sort of like animation perspective like uh, thing. Also, the screen is a very like weird like weird size screen i mean it was a huge screen it was basically it almost looked like a big iphone like because like it's i mean it was so much bigger than iphone yeah but i mean like it's not square Uh but it's more rectangle i mean obviously this is like okay so tvs back then was like square like you know it was like you know like it was it was like a four by three tv where like you know we like, because that's how we were conditioned. Like, okay, TVs have to be this square thing, and that was because that was the size of the tube, yeah, uh, for uh, for the TV. And but like this one, it was just like it was just like this weird like kind of rectangle, up and down like size. Wait, <laughs> it was a Facebook Live. It, yeah, uh, it, it, size. yeah, it was a one hundred percent. It was a Facebook Live <laughs> size, one hundred percent there. But yeah, um, yeah, like you know the. Ninja Turtles, in, inventing uh, video conference calls like 30 years before we need them. <laughs> and, so let me, let me now do my special talk about NECA. I want to hear your special talk about NECA. <laughs> I want to hear this. This is, a, this is a moment. Yeah, this is your moment. I want to hear this. <laughs> so, the, uh, sh- so they had a kind of machine that you can... Uh, uh, you can do the setting that... It was a magnet. Yes. It was like a kind of magnet that you, you, they had like different options. You can put like on antique toys and everything. I was just... How cool it would be if you had that machine and you could just put... I think if you had it, you would just put the setting on the NECA toys. Yes, exactly. And, and just have all the NECA toys come to me. Yes. Instead of me trying to go to the, trying to go to the stores and find them. You know what? The scalpers would have a field. They, I swear the scalpers actually have this. And that's why, like, they're impossible to find in stores. I think you're right. <laughs> like, they have the, okay, so 
it, it, I actually wrote about this magnet too. Because Shredder's like, all right, I have a magnet that will get the antiques for you. Like, I, I just, I really need to know how does this thing actually work? And like, and they had, they, we saw that, as Anna almost mentioned, there was like settings. There was like toys. There was, uh, uh, I can't remember the other things now. Um, but like, and then he finally goes to that, like, antiques. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. How, how does the magnet know? Like, oh, oh. This is an old thing. This is a, definitely an antique. Like, you know, what if it's an antique toy? Does it, like, you know, does it, like, if it toys, if it's still toys, it pulls it, and if it's antiques, You still... have to put between, you have to put the between toys. <laughs> between toys and antiques if you want antique toys. Yeah, you just need to put it, like, but yeah, it's like, it is the, it is 100% the weirdest thing, and then, be, I guess, because the Maltese hamster was in that uh that special pl- uh packing thing that Chester had that like you know, I have no idea where Chester goes that I know exactly maybe this is why Chester's late because maybe maybe the thing was pulling and he was like pedaling as fast as he could so like you know like but like it does not pull the one, the one antique that they are looking for. Do you remember we wanted to make an animation about where the the blimp goes? Where the blimp goes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, second, the second season is where the Chester goes. Yeah, exactly. We need to know. We need to know Chester's bike path from the antique shop to April's apartment. <laughs> like how it took him this long <laughs> to get there. Like, Chester must have had this amazing adventure that we will never get to know. Oh, man. Uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, David Wise uh, passed away a few, uh, like a few months ago. But Aww. I know. But, you know, if... Salute to you, David. Yeah, yeah. Salute so, 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 so to uh, uh, David. Uh, but, you know... I wish if we did this podcast last year, I would totally be sending him an email right now, <laughs> and be like, "All right, we need to know what ha- what was what was going on with Chester." We uh, just, I mean, these are unfortunately these are answers we'll never get. You know, now I think I know the answer. What's that? I think Irma was talking on the phone with with Chester. Yes. And like you know, she was probably trying to get a date with Chester, yeah. even though like Chester is like like younger than she is. But Irma doesn't care. Yes, it, Chester doesn't care either. Exactly. That's on the same uh, phone booth that the gangster. He stole the quarter. Yes. See all these all these all connected. these things connect to each other. <laughs> oh my god, they really do. <laughs> But yeah, no, we we totally we we need to make an animation of like we need to know Chester's adventure during this episode. And do you know why uh, we didn't have uh, Krang in this episode? Uh, why is that? <laughs> Other than the fact that the actor wasn't there, but uh, I want to hear why why Krang wasn't in this episode. Because if you remember, April said, "Do you know that uh, Krang has a thing on April?" Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A- 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 Krang has a crush on April. I know this. So April at the beginning, April said that. The hamster is very cute, uh-huh. and I think uh, Krang was um, depressed all the uh, all day long, so he couldn't attend this episode. Oh, that, you're, you're probably right. 
He's depressed. He's depressed because he's April found the cute. His uh, <laughs> is eating ice cream and Shredder's taking over because <laughs> Shredder's doing like Krang's like work of like okay, I'm gonna talk to the pre- people on Earth through the screen. <laughs> you know, it's because it's a crop. <laughs> All right, uh, you you want to go? You you want to go to the uh, club, or do you want to uh, talk about the police officer first? Okay, let's talk about police officer. All right, so when everything's being magnetized, like April, April and Donnie are you know like they're they're like oh let's go follow these things to see where they're going, and the fr- and then what happens is. They run into a police officer who's also wearing a trench coat. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, and like, and just in my thought, I was like, okay, at this point, they are in New York 1920s. Because in the late 80s, early 90s, there was no police officers or detectives wearing trench coats anymore. <laughs> like, this, this was gone. And I mean, and this guy. Basically Humphrey Bogart right now. I mean, Donatello was like doing the Humphrey Bogart impression all episode. Then this guy like comes in and he's just like he's just talking exactly like that. Like, what are you doing, Gamshoo? And and then at one point, like he starts giving advice. <laughs> oh yes, that was very funny. And like so, some advice, some advice, kids, to listen to the for this police officer. Look both ways before you cross the street. Don't eat candy without a wrapper. I mean, there's all these, like, <laughs> things that, like, you know, your parents taught you when you're growing up. And then, uh... That was one of the other moments that they just wanted to put a laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was, like, one... It was definitely, like, one of those laughs. And then, uh... But also, like, so by this point... April and Donnie, they, uh, they meet up... They meet up with the... Uh, they meet up with the gangsters in the night the the nightclub like what what the nightclub was called the meat locker I, I think or the meat rack. I didn't tell. I think it was I think it was called the meat rack. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. We probably should write some of these words down before we talk about it. But oh well. <laughs> so there was uh, there was a woman uh, which was flirting with Donatello. Did, uh... I don't remember what what. The... When they when they first came uh, to the club, there was a woman. Uh, she said, um, "Oh, how you? Um, I don't remember how exactly what she said, but she said in a flirty uh, way that, oh, uh, how are you, uh, handsome green?'" Oh yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, because you know they're they're in the club. Also, like people were wearing some weird things. Okay, this is a, this was just a weird club because like people were. Either they're dressed like 100% they're from like the early 80s because like the some of this fashion, some of this 80s fashion, like they're doing, like, this 80s fashion was like gone by then. Like, you know, because don't forget this show came out in 89. This episode, or this episode came out in 89 and some of the wild 80s fashion was already phased out. Like we, we've, like we've gone out for that, but like, you know, we've seen like these girls with these like crazy Cindy Lauper hair and... Uh, sweaters and that kind of stuff and, and like we saw some like pretty like wild outfits <laughs> in this club yes and then over here over here when 
when Donnie and April they meet up again with the uh with the bad guys, like Donnie now he breaks the fourth wall because he was like he was saying like you know in his narration voice oh. I knew that this was going to happen. I knew that this was going to happen. I knew we needed to do this. And he was like, most of all, I knew we, it was time for a break. <laughs> and obviously that's the indicate because, you know, as we, dis- as we discussed last week, when the screen goes black, even though we're watching this on DVD, when the screen goes black, it's that un- means it's a commercial break. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's why he said that, because he was basically pointing out, hey, kids, commercial break's happening. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, oh, uh, and something else I wrote about the club is uh, fight. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, because like, okay, there's a disco ball, and this is obviously a uh, meat locker. What is meat locker? Like a uh, meat locker is like okay, it's a, it's like a, it's like a freezer kind of area like where people can walk into. Uh, so the meat is like. It's like, all, like pretty much frozen, so they can keep it uh, fresh until like they need to bring it out um, to cut it for like uh, like when for to serve it to people or like you know to put it in like to make a ground beef or something like that when they give it to the stores. Uh-huh. And so there's a disco ball up. Not only is there a disco ball up there, because like there's like hanging meat. Ah uh, yes. On the ceiling as well. Yes. And there's lots of people in yeah. this dancing. Lots of people is going to make a lot of body heat. Yes. I mean, that meat is just going to go bad. That, that was probably like a smoked meat. <laughs> I know, exactly, yeah. I mean, whoever designed this nightclub was not the smartest. In the, I mean, because like, like, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a meat locker. That's also a nightclub. I mean, your meat is going to go bad. Not only is the meat going to go bad, it's going to start smelling. I think in the past they had something that they put so much uh, salt on the meat and then they didn't go bad. They, and they hang it and they didn't go bad or something. I don't know. They had, they had a... Uh, maybe I, I've I, always... I heard some stuff. I've, I've always thought it was just like they would like cut the, the cuts of meat. And it, and it would hang it from, like, the ceiling, and it, it, it would just be in the freezer. That's what... But you could be right. Maybe. I I, I am not a butcher, so... Uh, I'm talking about the days... I remember my grandmother was telling the oh. stories about how they keep their meat. <laughs> I don't know about, like, this. Right. <laughs> you, honestly, you could be right. But, yeah, so over here, uh, the, uh you know... Uh, Donnie has this fight in, um, in the club with meat on the ceiling. Uh, I mean, I know, I know that Tony is the butcher and we got to like keep that name, but come on, Tony, you're, you're, you're just, you're just, you're, all, 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 that, that is like expensive cuts of beef right there that you're just throwing away. <laughs> so, um, the, what reminded me of this food fight, uh, was, that Nickelodeon board game, which... Oh, the Splat Attack? It was a food fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. they yeah. had Ninja Turtles. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had the Ninja Turtles on, uh, on there. It, it, it was a pretty fun uh, uh, board game. But, like, when, unfortunately, it came out, like, 
And then they're like, oh, we forgot to do this. We forgot to do this. And then so they sent the replacement stuff, and we haven't played it. We haven't played it ever since they re- uh, sent the replacement stuff. But, but we, have, we have a video of it. Yes, we do have a video of it. Yeah, we have a video of it. And the, the, the turtle minis are actually really cool. They, they all have, like, food. Like, you know, uh, Mikey has sausages, and Leo has the uh, ice cream. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the, the art was cool. The art, the art is really cool. Especially has that '90s Nickelodeon art. Uh, just unfortunately, I don't think there's any plans to expand on it, which is which is the unfortunate part. But the like, you know, it, it's fun like playing as Ninja Turtles. Like, you can have like Ninja Turtles go against uh, Invader Sim, which is fun. <laughs> the next thing we have um, April on Donnie's back. Yes. And Donnie is. Um, they're climbing the wall. They're climbing the wall to her apartment because Donnie was like, "Oh, the, they might—they might have followed us here, so we're gonna go sneak into your apartment and like." But it, the turtles cannot uh, climb like that. I know they can climb some, but they can't climb it. Like what? Real turtles or like the Ninja Turtles? No, real turtles. Real, real turtles? No, real turtles can't climb. <laughs> 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 no, real turtles can't 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 climb. But you know what? The Ninja Turtles can do whatever they want to do, because that's how awesome they are. Uh, obviously, Donnie had a rope in this one. He did not have those uh, suction cups, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they uh they, they go to the side. Like Gabriel even makes a joke, like, "Oh, I could ask the super if they followed us." They 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 go in there and then. Finally, the most important thing uh, we've been tracking throughout this podcast, Chester's adventure, has finally came to an end. He has finally made it to April's apartment. Out of all the pits and perils he has endured that we'll never know, Chester, you're such a brave man. He goes and brings... The hamster. And that's where Donatello realizes, oh, this is what they have been after. <laughs> and you know, like, uh, uh, during the whole time, Donatello keep calling April uh, sweetheart. sweetheart. Yes, and that's because of the uh, the genre of, the, of, like, the movie. Because that's what, because uh, that's what like, the detective was like, like, all right, sweetheart, oh, no, I got this for you, sweetheart. Because it's always... So the way that these movies are, it's always like, it's always like a pretty woman goes to the detective in the detective's office, and the detective always like calls the woman like sweetheart. Uh-huh. And that, so that's, that's why. It's because he's still doing this, this like, you know, detective gangster story kind of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, so... But it, you see, like, Ninja Turtles is going, like, different, uh, in different episodes, is going towards different genre, like... Yeah. One, for uh, April, that episode that April changed to a cat. Right, it was, it like, was, more horror. Yes, horror, this, this one is, like... Yeah, yeah, no, no, this was definitely a fun experiment. I, I actually kind of liked how they did this and everything, and, like, I mean, I know back then... Back then, like a lot of like cartoons, would, like do would do something like this, but it, it it was it was still like like especially like now watching it, like oh that we didn't see it so much in other cartoons, like it's actually a nice like refreshing kind of thing. 
there was a scene that they made the gangster so dumb that uh, Donatello was in TV and asking and telling the gangsters, "I tell you when the hamster statue is if you give, if you tell me why you need it." And they start telling him why they they need it. Right. Okay. So yes, yes, I totally want to talk about that. Okay. So, so like over here, like Tony the Butcher, he gives like the story of like why they need the hamster, and his voice, uh, in like uh, like so, just to let you guys know, uh, in this episode, he is voiced by Pina Redaday, who also does the voice of uh, Splinter. But when he tells like the background of the hamster. His voice just completely changes, like you know, because it went from like this, like this like rough tough guy voice to like this like sweet person voice. Like, all right, so you see, there was this scientist, and he was like doing this th experiment, and unfortunately, it killed him. But um, but after it killed him, it made a, it put a formula to do the super fuel. I mean, in like, but like his voice is just like, it was like this, like, this, like, you know, like almost like you're reading to a child voice, yeah. like, like so calm and soothing. I'm like, wait, wait, like it was completely out of character for him. Yes. Also, I think it was like too much to introduce a new, uh, character or a new story inside this story about yeah and especially like you know especially like you know we see the scientist and then like the scientist dies i mean you know because he said he he said he died yeah and like um this could be our first like well no our our first official death was the alien um <laughs> i forgot about the alien in the second season uh, so this is our but yeah you know this is another rare instance where we have characters dying. Yes. In, in Ninja Turtles, um, and but but yeah, like yeah, he, it, it, you're right. It's so out of place on like, like okay, let's just tell this story. And it, it really was like it's something like they could have just said. There's a formula inside, yes. and we didn't need the kind of the backstory to go with it. Exactly. But for some reason, they decided to give us a backstory. Yeah. Uh, like you know, but that's what happened. Now, they're doing the, all this because Donatello decided to put a TV on top of his head. <sighs> and they didn't even understand. <laughs> they didn't even understand because, like, okay, so when I was first writing this, I was like, okay, Donnie is talking to him through the TV. This is like impossible. Like, I mean, because, like, because, like, I was like, all right, I know they talked to Shredder through the thing, but with Shredder, that's, like, you know, that's, like, uh, Technodrome um, technology right there. They can 100% do that. And then I was like, I was like, no, this is a TV. But then, like, you know, Donatello takes the TV off. Oh, he was like that the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. The villains were pretty much, I, I, I'm still trying to figure out, okay, how did, like, Donnie, like, go in there... Put a TV on that, like, like, how did like no one notice that, like, because I just imagine, like, you know, Don's walking around the TV and he puts it, he puts it on top and he stands like right there and like no one like sees like this giant turtle. I don't know if you were when you were a kid, uh, you were playing this TV reporter game. 
I actually never did. I, I know people who did. I never did, did you play a TV reporter? Did you were you like a like a TV like news anchor? Were you like April O'Neil yeah. for your sisters? Yes, yeah, it was one of my favorite games that it, we were playing. <laughs> did you have like a box? Did you like put your put your head like in a box or something like that or? Yes, and I remember we were using the uh, Arcom as a uh, microphone. Oh, you use your comb as a microphone? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so so by this by this point the gangsters meet Donatello at a dock and like you know like Donatello Donatello says don't bring weapons and they're like he's like oh he said he doesn't want to see the weapons so they close the door where all their weapons are at <laughs> like yeah like about you know we've already dis- we already discovered that like you know these gangsters are not the sharpest tools instead <laughs> so they, they meet Donatello. Donatello has Donatello like uh, has a hamster, and then the transport module comes, and it's Shredder, Roxanne, Bebop. Yay! Are the villains we actually know and care about? <laughs> and they came from uh, under the water. Yeah, they came from under the water. Like now, how is that water still there? You would think like like you know they they came from the freaking Earth's core. You would think like they would like cause like a hole in the in the river or the sea wherever they're they're at like to almost like be like a drain in a bathtub and all that water go away but you know it's it's cartoon logic we don't need to we don't need to go into that detail yes and the, uh like i think it was rocksteady had a um fish yeah 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 he had a fish and he was like smacking around yes and there was there was a scene that it uh, it looked a little weird to me because at first we saw we, we saw them all face the camera. Then uh, Rex the um, uh, like hit uh, Bebop with the fish. Right. Then suddenly it dissolved to the we see uh, the back of them. Oh yeah. And uh, and then when when it was back of them, the they it wasn't a wrong title talking, but it was a wrong. Um, like Bebop was uh, standing instead of. Uh, oh 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 oh! They, they switched switch the positions. Yes. Oh no no no! Oh, poor animation. I I can totally see that. I I I missed it, but yeah, I can one hundred percent. I can see them like um they they do that uh, mistake and Donnie he like at this point Donnie basically he gives uh. He gives the hamster to the either to, Tony the Butcher or he gives it to the Shredder. I know at one point Shredder gets it in his hand. I just forget who who Donnie gives it to. I think Donnie gives it to Shredder. I think so. Yeah. Right. And and then, like, because uh, if you remember, with like, what Donnie does when he's in the, uh, in the bad guys, like, uh, meet... Uh, meat locker area um he steals one of their guns and then so we see april in the background with their weapon with the with their weapons and she blasts the hamster so it melts yes right and shredder gets mad he was like you guys did this and he was like no it wasn't us like you know that's from our weapons that we gave to you. We're going to take your weapons away. And, like, so they reveal that they have a blaster 
that all it does is just takes away the weapons. It doesn't take away anything else. It just takes the weapons back to the Technodrome. And, like, because they shoot it at the limo thing, and the limo doesn't go anywhere. Just all the weapons go away. And, like... Like I like I don't know wh- why do you even have this like like I I I think America needs that uh, that thing yeah. <laughs> probably to be honest America, like you know a, a lot of a lot of countries need, probably need that to be yeah. honest yeah that's true <laughs> yeah uh, but I mean you know violence would like end like in a heartbeat but yeah like <laughs> it, like I like I like unless you're gonna supply your enemy with weapons like i don't understand why you need this laser that takes away your weapons <laughs> like because it doesn't take away earth's weapons it takes away dimension x weapons <laughs> that's just punishing them. yeah 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 uh yeah pretty much uh by this point uh the turtle uh the turtles and splinter they're free because you know uh Donnie gave the uh, the hamster back. Uh, we didn't really get a fight scene with Shredder. Um, it was just more of like after after the turtles were free, like Shredder, Roxanne, Bebop, they just kind of like ran back into the transport module and just kind of ran away. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be honest, we, they probably didn't have enough enough time uh, for a fight because we had like all this other stuff. Yes. And at, by this time, we get to the end of the episode where the turtles, all four turtles, are back. There. Uh, was Splinter in that scene? Like, I, I, I'm talking about the last scene. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the last scene. All four turtles are back. They're in their trench coats. They're walking around. Donatello is doing the narration and is annoying Raphael again. And he, and then Raphael says, "Donnie, put a sock in it." And then Donnie starts talking, and his voice gets all muffled. And that's, like, where I'm like, okay, why why is his voice muffled now? Did Raphael, like, with no, there's no animation of Raphael, like, pulling out a sock and putting something in Donnie's mouth. Like, did, did like, so, like, were they originally supposed to put, like, were they really supposed to put, like, you know, like, something, like, maybe, like, Raphael, like, puts his hand on Donnie's mouth or something, or like I feel like there was something missing animation-wise uh-huh. that, but it was still recorded, like and like the animation like just didn't do it uh-huh. because like because like I said Donnie's voice is just muffled for no reason. <laughs> it was I mean and like you know because the very last line we hear is like yeah. <laughs> I love how you pay attention. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> as I said, I really think, I really think, uh, I really think something was just lost in uh, translation over there, and like they just they didn't animate a final scene. Uh, but that is pretty much everything uh, about this episode. Um, I I I actually really liked this episode. It was a very fun episode. Like, it, I actually really liked. The, like, the 1920s, like, gangster kind of vibe uh, they put in there. It was, like, really fun. Uh, for me, it wasn't, like, so fun. It wasn't for, for you not, not so fun? Not, not one of your favorite ones? No. No. Oh. But uh, I just want to say that scene that the, the antiques were all in the air. Yeah. 
somehow it I don't know it reminded me of the surrealist uh, paintings like the Salvador Dali so, Salvati or Salvati Salvatore right I don't know, I can pronounce it in my own way Salvador Dali there you go Hey, that that's how you pronounce his name. I promise you that's how you pronounce his name. Um, this is what Old Man Winters had to say. I don't know if it was intentional, but I thought April's interest in antiques might be a nod to her profession as the owner of the second time around antique shop in the Mirage Comics. Uh, we kind of like br br uh, briefly touched on that. Uh, and uh, I kind of agree with uh, Old Man Winters here. Um, I don't think it was an intentional, like reference to it i think it was an accidental reference to it but it was still kind of cool that it was there yes this is what uh sean from uh team and teen nerds he actually wrote about this episode uh, -huh. uh he wrote he wrote uh he just watched it today new yorkers seem pretty chill with all the collateral damage shredder causes with his wacky inventions uh you know what <laughs> That is a good point. Yeah. Especially, especially the guy, the, the armored truck driver who loses his clothes. It's kind of like, I mean, you know, it's almost like, well, he had this surprised look on his face, but like, you know. <laughs> Poor guy. New York is cold. I know exactly New York is cold. Yeah. But no, no, it, it, but he's right. And like, you know, I, I personally, if I was New York in the late 80s, um, and all of a sudden, like, I see, like, gangsters acting like they're from the 20s and like blasting things uh with like this high-tech weapons i would be like um what's going on and like i would probably move but you know what this is the fourth episode in and so of this season maybe they're still trying to get used to all the holes that uh shredder's been causing yeah. throughout the city i mean you know he's already like caused Quite enough damage. Uh, something I do want to add. When do you have to go to New York and find all these holes that? I know. When do we need to go find all these holes that Shredder caused? <laughs> like you know, all the and, and like you know, it's like filled with lava. Like you know, so it could come back. <laughs> yes. If you, if any of you lives in New York, uh, take a picture of yeah, these yeah. holes that you find in the city that you think it might be caused by Shredder. Yeah, yeah. We want to see these. We want to see these uh, pictures of these uh, holes. Uh, so all you, all you uh, New York uh, dwellers, like you know, do this for us. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Something I really want to note uh, about this episode. So, uh, uh, per uh, so production-wise, this was the uh, fourth episode in the DVD. They actually switched this episode. They put this episode on at number five, and uh, they put the next episode, which we we will be talking about next week, which is Sky Turtles. They put that episode as number four. So we had to actually kind of move around on the DVD, uh, the DVD uh, menu there. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, but yeah, as I said, uh, join us next week. We will be back. We will be talking about the episode Sky Turtles. Maybe. This is the episode where we finally find out where the blip goes. <laughs> we just we really want to know where the balloon part of the blip goes. I mean, the, can we get an answer to that? <laughs> uh, join us next week if you have any questions or memories. Or, you know what? If you have any uh, turtle blimp theories, uh, let us know. Uh, tweet at us at turtlesrecallpod or... Uh, email us at turtlerecallpodcast at gmail.com. Alright, uh, till next time, guys.
See ya! Bye! Thanks for listening to us. If you have any comments or memories you want to share, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at Turtle Recall Pop. Turtle Recall is proud to be a part of the Res TV network. Be sure to go to res.tv to check out our podcast and other great podcasts they have available.